Jen Schrader, and this is Behind the Springs, conversations with the people working for you in Colorado Springs, Olympic City, USA. Hello, everyone. It's that traveling time of year again, the holiday season. And I know many of you are planning trips to see friends and family for the holidays or taking off on vacation. Um, And if your plans include air travel, we hope that you'll consider flying out of the Colorado Springs Airport. I'm fortunate to welcome the airport's aviation director, Greg Phillips, today. Greg, thanks for being with us. Oh, happy to be here, Jen. Happy holidays. And yeah, same to you. And we've got some great news about the holiday season and increased travel and just how well our local airport is doing these days. Um, But first, I I do want to tell you all a little bit about Greg. Uh, West Point grad stationed at Fort Carson. Uh, Greg earned his first his wings as a helicopter pilot and officer in the Army. And after his service, he was an engineering project manager for Boeing and then for the Federal Aviation Administration. He has served in executive positions at five different airports, including here in Colorado Springs. And um, COS Airport was named a couple years ago as the Colorado Airport of the Year by the Colorado Department of Transportation. So awesome. And if you've been to our airport, you know why. It's easy, it's convenient, it's newly remodeled, which is awesome, and just really friendly and accommodating staff. I've been fortunate to meet some of them, and they're just amazing. Um, So, Greg, we're excited to, to talk to you a little bit about all the things going on there and um, you've kind of been there to watch and oversee and encourage all this growth um, the past few years. And given all this experience you have in aviation, what's that been like to watch, both personally and professionally? Yeah, well, it's been great. You know, in yeah. January, it makes five years. Oh, here, wow. And I tell you, it has just gone like that, Jen. Yeah. So um, I appreciate what you say. You're a great ambassador for the airport. But uh, these have been uh, great last few years, and we've seen just a ton of growth. You know, and of course, I have to say that the growth at the airport mirrors growth that we're seeing across the city. What a great time it's been for Colorado Springs. So um, as we've seen the city grow, the airport's grown, and of course, our most recent addition um, that I know we'll talk about in a little more detail is Southwest. So with Southwest Airlines starting uh, service this last March, we've really seen our numbers grow, even in spite of the pandemic that we've all suffered through. That's right. And I want to mention, um, you know, that you said happy holidays. Holiday season is here. And um, it's a great time to try the Colorado Springs Airport um, for many reasons, for all those reasons I talked about, that it's so convenient. But also, you've got a good deal going on parking. Well, we do. You know, this has been uh, sort of an ongoing promotion that we've done year after year. And so this year is no different. And so we're offering $4 uh, long-term, $4 a day long-term parking for the two weeks surrounding Thanksgiving and the two weeks surrounding uh, Christmas and New Year's. And I mean, so, what a little bit less than one of the, one of the other airports in yeah, the state. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think if you were to compare uh, nearby wow. airports and look at the parking, you know, particularly at our good neighbor to the north, Denver, you know, you find that the parking is a lot cheaper here at Colorado Springs. And that's part of our role as we see it as Colorado Small Airport, small friendly, and we'll take care of you. That's right. Because I was going to say, um, you know, not only is it about the the low cost, but just the convenience and ease of that parking 
is really valuable to people. Exactly. Um, Dana Shield on our staff actually walked it off and from the farthest point in long-term parking to inside the terminal is 600 steps there. So wow, and that's your really longest. not that far. Yep. No, that's great. And I would point out, you know, we do have, even, even though it's shorter, we do have shuttles that operate from the long-term parking to help people get into the terminal. And uh, we have, you know, parking stations that are covered stations that you can wait for the shuttle. Right. And, and that's uh, helpful you if you need it. Also yeah. helpful if it's real cold. And we yeah. want to take care of our customers. So um, tell us about the pandemic's impacts on your industry. And um, I mean, a lot of us know about the impacts and the standstill and all the, the challenges that you face. But what do you think the near future holds? You know, for example, when it comes to masks and traveling, when it comes to you know, just the numbers you're seeing, you know, what are your predictions where we sit right now? So the pandemic has changed a lot. There's no question about that. Um, and it's <clears throat> brought, uh, I think, a sort of closer view uh, to how we do cleaning, sanitation, the airlines as well. And so th that's something that is going to continue is that we have a heightened awareness of the importance and the value of cleaning sanitation. And so we've really upped our game there. The airlines have as well. Um, we received, went through a, an accreditation process and were accredited by the Global Biorisk Advisory Council, GBAC, you know, as a, what they call a star level facility. And we were at the time one of only uh, or less than 40 airports across the country that had gone through that. We recently also received a, uh, a grant that uh, helps our cleaning protocols and bring some additional equipment to us. And that's great because nobody that's wants to see continue. that go away. Yeah, I mean that's something we want to continue. Absolutely, right. and it will, and right. it will. So, so those kind of things will continue. Masks. The current federal mandate for masks extends through January 18th. Um, what I'm hearing is that that will likely be extended. You know, the sad fact about COVID is whether it's the original or the Delta variant or anything else new coming out is we're still seeing numbers across the country and certainly in different parts of the country at different levels. Um, but even here in El Paso County, you know, um, there are still people, sadly, that are being infected by this and getting sick from it. So we've got to do what we can. And that's mm -hmm. the whole purpose of this is just to try and keep people healthy. It's not a political statement, and I, and I would hope that we, we could just remember it as a health effort to try and make sure we're keeping people healthy. Right. Okay. And um, let's go back to, to Southwest, because I know a lot yeah. of people were excited to see them come to the airport. So talk about how big of an impact that's had um, and, and just how important it is for area residents to look at COS as an option in order to keep Southwest Airlines and to keep all the options that we have, all the great airlines. Sure. This has been a tough time for the airport through the pandemic, tough time for the city. It's been a tough time for airlines as well. And so Southwest, you know, in an effort to be proactive, decided to take this time to look for other revenue opportunities that they had not capitalized on in the past. And Colorado Springs jumped to the fore. Now, they have added 18 different cities in the last year to year and a half right now in the course of the pandemic. Of all those 18 cities, <clears throat> only three cities started with more new service than Colorado Springs. And that's George Bush Continental in Houston, Miami International, and Chicago O'Hare. 
And frankly, we were pretty close to the numbers there. Wow. So we have we've really seen Southwest step in with both feet in Colorado Springs and show an awful lot of faith that Colorado Springs is the kind of city that they know that can be successful and that they want as part of their network. So, you know, there's, a, there's a, a great side of that, and there's also a challenge that comes with that. And the great side is that now we have Southwest Service, and we have it to five different destinations that can cover more than 80 destinations with a one-stop in their entire network. So we've added that whole new network to our, you know, offerings at the airport. But in addition to that, what that means is we have almost 2,000 new seats in the market every single day. So, yes. We need to fill them. In right. some respects, it's now up to the up to the city, up to our communities right. in Southern Colorado to help make them successful. And so far, how has that been going? It's gone great, okay. and I just really want to applaud the community for that, for stepping up, and for you know, it's sure great to see people traveling again. The airport looks like an airport again, and it's busy. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, the numbers have been good, but we need to keep it up. And t- and let's talk a little bit about. I, I think people are pretty familiar, you know, with the commercial side of the and the terminal and um, the traditional airport. But there's more than that happening. Uh, tell us a little bit about the rest. Oh my gosh, I, absolutely. So, you know, first, just to think about the airport, it's 7,200 acres. It's as large as JFK and LaGuardia and New York combined. Wow. It's our airport is as large as Chicago Hare in actual footprint. So, you know, we have a lot of land. Mm-hmm. And um, what that means is a ton of opportunity. And what has been really great to see is how we've been able to and how the community has been able to capitalize on that opportunity. Of course, in addition to commercial service, we have Peterson Space Force Base. And um, Peterson is the home of so many important missions with NORTHCOM and NORAD and uh, SOCOM um, at, at uh, the base. And, of course, we're hoping, like everyone in town, that Space Command headquarters will stay in Colorado Springs. We sure think it ought to. Yeah. Um, beyond that, though, we have all the corporate and general aviation development to include the National Museum of World War II Aviation on the west side of the airport. Those things are growing. The museum now, I think people expansion. see that and they think that it's separate from the airport oh, and they don't realize that is on, on is, the land. That is all part of the airport. You know, and, and I think about that and those businesses as the lifeblood of aviation. Mm-hmm. That's where people get into aviation. That's where people grow their aviation spirit. And that's where aviation business happens. So it's absolutely vital to our overall mission as the airport and the gateway to Colorado Springs. Um, so we're thrilled to see the growth that's over there. And then the final piece that has been in the news a whole Don't lot. Don't forget, you're right, yeah. Don't forget has been Peak Innovation Park our 900-acre non-aeronautical business park. So these are businesses that um, don't absolutely have to be on an airport, but the proximity benefits them. And the available land is something that a lot of places in the Colorado Springs area just don't have. So what we've seen in the last uh, three years, really, is the growth through the developer that we work with, Urban Frontier, the, the initiation of service from three different facilities with uh, Amazon mm-hmm. 
over 4 million square feet total space. And um, by our count, if, not, if they're not there yet, they're approaching 5,000 employees between those three facilities. So tremendous economic development and benefit for the community. Um, and in addition to that, there's additional development happening there. Flywheel Capital is building a spec office building. Aerospace Corporation is building a large addition to their holdings. And what we hope is after the start of the new year, by April, to start work on two Marriott branded hotels. Okay. So there's a lot so coming. Much going on. Right. So much going on. I mean, Exciting. if you can leave a few minutes before your flight, if you have one out of the airport, it would be fun just to check out that area. Yeah. I feel like every time I drive by, there's something new. Oh, I, I've joked to people that the 3.7 million square foot fulfillment center for Amazon is the building you can see from outer space. Yeah, so it might be. It's a yeah. big building. It yeah. is really large. But, but it's sure great to see that in our community. Right. And that's that's really part of the equation that makes the future so bright. Absolutely. What do you see happening, you know, in the, or what are your goals, I guess, for the airport in general so, as we look to the future? Well, thank you. I mean, that's a, a great segue to a big project that we're starting right now is an airport master plan update. And our master plan update takes a hard look at where we are, what we would anticipate or in our best, our best estimates project traffic would be 20 years from now, and then tries to look and plan what facilities do we need to start thinking about now and plan for so that we're ahead of the game and not behind that eight ball in developing the airport of 2040 so that we continue to serve the Colorado Springs community and the way it deserves to be uh, served and that we're ready for the growth that we would see in our community. Oh, that's an exciting, exciting yeah, exciting process. So and that we certainly invite public comment and okay. input on that. And we have a number of meetings that we'll have scheduled through the process. And does that start in 2022? Or? Well, we've already started. Oh, it, it started. Okay. And we actually held our first meetings at the end of October. Oh, good. So okay. We're in process right so now. this is the perfect time if people want to give input yeah. and um, or just or just know about it. You know, if you ask more. me what my crystal ball was, I know. I would say that, uh, you know, certainly we want to grow our air service. Mm -hmm. And we have a strong air marketing development team at the airport who works every day to try and make a good business case for more air service. And we talk with really all the domestic air carriers that serve uh, the United States, our current carriers and additional carriers like JetBlue, like Spirit, you know, that don't currently serve Colorado Springs and um, develop relationships with them to try and promote service here from their airlines as well. Mm -hmm. And you talked about, um, you alluded a little at the beginning to uh, the fact that, you know, you're called Colorado Small Airport now, and people might think, oh my gosh, we're talking about all these big plans and expansion. Um, but I think the focus still is to be that small place with the smaller lines and the smaller weights and and more convenience. Um, so so sure. that, that stays true for a while, don't you think? The, the, what we call the national airspace system has different sized airports, obviously, all around the country. Denver and the Denver International Airport fills a space in the NAS, the national airspace system, as a large hub connector across the country. And it was built for that purpose, not just by Denver, but for the national system. So Colorado Springs is different. 
And that's how we ended up branding ourselves as Colorado Small Airport is because our value proposition is different. And what we offer to the, our communities is different. We do offer that ease of access, entry and egress, and we do offer cheaper parking and other, you know, uh, other opportunities to make your travel more efficient, cheaper, and get where you want to go there. So at our airport, the TSA officers might even smile and say hello to you. <laughs> So it's a I'm shorter just, line. I'm so just kidding, and if but, it's uh, right, but if it's a shorter are. line, you might smile back too. Yeah. You'd be in a better mood, right? Yeah. That's but it, it is a wonderful place to travel to and from. So if folks have not tried it out, I just really encourage it. It's um, a very friendly airport, and I know um, you would be the first to do the same. But you've got a great team, a great staff, just really friendly folks out there, which we makes a, a huge difference. We have yeah. a tremendous team, and I'm just so proud every day to be able to work with the staff at the Colorado Springs Airport because they give their all. They really do. And remember, the airport is one of those places that never shuts down, mm -hmm. and it's busier on holidays than it is on regular days. Mm -hmm. And so I, that that is then incumbent on our staff to be able to manage that and to ensure that we're operating a safe and efficient facility every single day, and they do it in spades. That's awesome. Well, I hope it's a great holiday season for everybody at the airport. And sometimes people get a little confused and think you all are totally separate from the city, but the airport is an enterprise of the city. And so um, they're part of the, the city family. Absolutely. And I think, I, and since you say that, I want to absolutely point out that we get such great support and service from different departments across the city, you know, from legal to finance to HR, IT, you know, and others as well, real estate services. We couldn't do all the things that we do without the support that we get from all those teams as well. It really is a village. Right. It for sure is. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Greg, for taking the time. Yeah, we appreciate fun. it. Yeah, hopefully folks will take advantage of the, the holiday deal. And please, I do want to encourage everyone, follow the COS Airport on social media. They have great accounts, as do we. So at COS Airport and at City of COS. Thanks for joining us for Behind the Springs. Fly like Oz. Fly Oz.